0: Everyone, this is Layla, and I just got off the interview at 34 Questions. It would be very, it would mean a lot to me if you guys check that out because I really had a very fun time. I hope to see you there.
1: What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Today, I have a very special guest. Uh, my cousin Layla from the Philippines is in the on the show today. How you doing, Layla? Well,
0: I'm doing great. <laughs>
1: Thank you for uh, coming on uh, And thank you for your time Uh, For the folks there who don't know uh, We don't really get to talk like this too often so it's a really great opportunity for me to get to know her better um, and for you guys to get to know her better as well. Uh, For those who are unfamiliar with the format of the show we do some intro questions just to set the tone to warm up and then we jump into the main portion of the podcast where we where Layla gets to choose a number between 1 and 34 and we get the conversation rolling that way. Sound good to you Layla? Yes. All right. Well, my very first question for you is, how have you been? You've been doing well. You've been going through it. How have you
0: been? Well, I'm doing well, but I'm also stressed and tired at the same time. I'm currently third year um, I'm taking a Bachelor of Science in Medical Laboratory Science here in the Philippines. And less than a month, I'll be an intern. So with the coronavirus pandemic, and I'll be going, I'm going to be an intern in the hospital. We're really doing a lot of stuff, complying a lot of requirements. I can only imagine the things that I have to do, but this is what I want to do. So I'm kind of okay with it and surviving.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you excited or a little nervous that you're going to be jumping into it? during like this crazy time (laughs) especially in the philippines i'm
0: excited (laughs) i'm excited at the same time nervous because we need to start by june 1 and currently it's april 30 and our school told us that we're going to have the vaccine but they still don't know yet <laughs> they still don't know when they're going to give us the vaccine so what are we going to do we're going to start without the vaccine and eventually maybe by the, by August or September we'll be able to have the vaccine so I was I'm really going to be taking care of myself <laughs> I have a lot of pictures with my mom how, I will, how will I be able to take care of myself and I, I'm sure she just wants for me to be safe and that's it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I, I i i hear a lot about how um, how crazy it is in the philippines right now and I, I gotta ask you why why do you think it's been so hard to to have like you know this the, the standard kind of like be set for to get everything done
0: well, at first, I can see I'm I'm already 21 years old, so I've been very aware of what's happening within the society, especially here in the Philippines. Um, there are a lot of things that is not, um, the system is not that good. Um, there are a lot of VIPs who gets to be treated first. I mean, when I start my internship, we're technically called frontliners, but up until now, we still don't have the priority because there are a lot of VIPs coming around, and A little reflection is that I wanted to be someone who contributes into the betterment of society in that way. Um, I I, I believe I'm still young, but I'm still looking where I would be able to place my foot in society and be able to make a change, hopefully someday. And these kinds of issues, these kinds of small systems, the little things really kind of annoys me because I, I believe I'm already privileged enough, but what are other people who are not that privilege i can only imagine the type of suffering that they are receiving or that they are experiencing
1: for sure for sure and uh, you 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 are studying to be a doctor is that right
0: um hopefully um to be very honest Kiyo-Jama, i i really wanted to become a doctor when i was like 18 19 and when i when i was a freshman i really wanted to become a doctor but right now in the pandemic i'm having a lot of second thoughts i I really want to be someone who who does more than be a doctor ever since i was young i was never really the kind of student or the kind of kid that excels on one thing i was doing triathlon badminton swimming, a lot, but i never really excelled on those things i just know how to do a lot of things and when i was growing up when i knew that i wanted to become a doctor and then now that i'm 21 I can't be a doctor all my life and say, that's why right now I still want to become a doctor but I am still looking for other opportunities, <laughs> not just a doctor I want to be. Maybe I could be a model because my mom always t- tells me that I'm a Arte Martin <laughs> Martin, <laughs> Martin Yeah, I'm a Arte, and I really want to take pictures of myself. And uh, I might just be like that one day. So I don't know. But I still want to be a, become a doctor but also other things.
1: No doubt no doubt and um, yeah don't don't limit yourself there's no no there's no real pressure I feel like you know we only put that pressure upon ourselves to because of like I don't know sometimes it could be outside forces that kind of pressure us to to become something that maybe we're not comfortable with but yeah and you're still young and there's no rush and you I, I'm sure you will figure it out it just it just comes along you know with growing up um you know this this thing that i'm doing i didn't discover this or figure it out until like this year so uh it i don't i don't think it's going to take that long for everybody but just don't feel like you know you need to be in one lane like you said you could there's a lot of uh, different opportunities out there um keep trying keep trying different things and if anything, it's a learning—it's a learning experience, you know, to find out what what really is for you. So, for sure, for sure. All right. Well, uh, moving on to the icebreaker portion of the of the podcast, it's the one-word spelling bee. Are you are you down to do it, or you rather pass?
0: I'll do it. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. So my dad, you know, Tito does. He 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 likes to. What's it called? He told me that some of my questions were, or some of my words were a little too easy. Um, so since you know, you're and he told me he he told me to use medical terms because. Oh
0: no. <laughs> let's let's try, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll try, we'll try. Um, all right, your word is malignant.
0: Malignant. Um, I have never really encountered this because. But mm-hmm. I know that the counterpart of malignant is benign, and benign, <laughs> and benign. Well, technically, in the practice, when you're really doing it, when there are no, no patients, there are no patients on a, on a certain shift or duty, um, they call that benign. So I think if malignant, it's fatal. While benign, it's not that really fatal.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you are you are you down to try to give it a shot uh, to spell spell it? <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, okay. Malignant
1: means M-A-L-I-G-N-A-N-T. Oh, you got it. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were saying like you didn't, uh, you know, know how to spell, but congrats. I thought I was
0: about to explain it as well. So. <laughs> uh, oh, no, 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 no. Um, okay. You, hey,
1: but you passed that test too, so <laughs> um, congrats. And you are now officially qualified for the Spelling Bee episode of 34 questions down the line. Um, it's going to be a tough one to pull off because I have a lot of guests and it w- I'm trying to get everybody on like the chat at the same time. Uh, so we'll we'll see if that happens. <laughs> It'll be a hard, hard task, but congrats and thank you for participating.
0: Okay, thank you. <laughs>
1: All right, so moving on to some more warm-up questions. This next question is, what would you like the audience to know about you?
0: Well, um, I would like to know the, for the audience that if ever, I really want to be someone when I grow up. I really want to, be, do, to make an impact to other people. But if ever that will happen, I don't want to be remembered as someone who was a very good who is very great, who excels in a lot of things. That's not who I am. Um I'm not that person who always stops the class. I'm someone, I'm very much proud to say that I am average and that is the path that I want to see. I want to show the audience that being average is not really that hard. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard, but it also has a lot of advantages because it humbles you as a person you learn to be with other people and to hear their stories and to respect them i'm not saying that the ones who are really good doesn't really doesn't really respect the ones who are not that good but there is some kind of hierarchy that you feel when you're not that good and somehow when i when when you're kind of average you learn how to become understanding and you kind of tend to be more with the people and because that, like i said earlier that i'm not really that good at a lot of things but hence i know to do a lot of things um i tend to incorporate that in making new friends and new experiences new challenges um i want to become someone who is hardworking, not because i was given the skills right ahead that the first time the, um, I I want to be someone who is consistent And Someone who is Who doesn't give up Well there are times that Especially now in college I really wanted to give up Because of the people And the pressure But I think it's part of What I wanted to become Or what I want to achieve in life So I'm holding on But that's the That's how I want to be remembered
1: That's, that's how I know we're related Layla. Because I think I feel <laughs> Exactly the same way Um yeah, I mean, I first off, I don't think everybody's average, and I think that's just the optimistic side of me, but there is, I, I don't know if you've heard about the nine types of geniuses. Like, everyone is a genius at something. It's just on us to kind of find out what it is and how to like embrace the, our intelligence in that way. I'm, I'll send you that link, so maybe you could find out which one you are in, in that case. Um, but yeah, I mean school or like a certain path isn't for everybody and you know i in the, in the states I, w- I was good at school growing up but and when i got to college and everything i hit i really struggled you know there's a saying out here that like you know every every like the number one student in every high school when they get to college is just another student you know and like it starts from zero there's yeah there's no ranking or anything like that so uh that's how I felt basically because I was a good student before college and then when I got into college I was I was not that same student anymore. Um and yeah, so sometimes I feel average, you know. Uh I mean right now I think I'm average as well. <laughs> but like you said it, it you're you're there with like the people, right? Like you're, you you don't feel like you're separated from the general public or like um there's no there's no like judgments that are happening as far as like oh this guy's you know why is this guy around or um or why am i down here with like everybody else i'd rather be with the people you know um i think it, it's 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 a way like the more connections you have with individuals like that's that's the for me at least the best way to live and hence this project um but I think that goes to go with with like my type of intelligence which I'm not sure what it is yet I have an idea but you know it's all about fostering um that that what I'm good at I'm, I'm trying to find the words but it's early over here but uh yeah um so I, yeah that's your your answer was definitely something that I could I could relate to <laughs> uh my, my second question is what is some if someone were to pay you a tribute? How would you like to be honored? So if what we'll, if I could do something as like I'm gonna honor Layla today. What could I do? What kind of act could I do in your honor?
0: Well, it's very easy. Um, for me, if someone want, really wants to pay tribute to me, it's that to give it to the ones who are less fortunate enough. Um, when I was 18, um, I really didn't want a grand debut. Well, my parents gave me a a present, but I i spent it with some children most of them are special children and maybe because i really have a soft spot spot for them because my ate ate was trisomy 18 so on her 18 chromosomes she has three 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 chromosomes and then she was a special child and maybe because i really didn't have an ate a, a bigger sister figure and i i'm kind of like patching things around when i was growing up there's no one to guide me there's no one to tell me anything Uh, that's why I have I that's why I've been like looking for people or especially the ones who are less fortunate so if there's someone who's going to pay tribute to me I really want people to like donate to certain charities or to environmental projects something that would make society better that's really what what I want and I remember one time like because because of the pandemic my I have like Two close friends. Um, his name is Bimbi and <laughs> Shaira. Um, we really want to give our professors. Some of our professors are frontliners, so they really wanted. I really want to give them something because of their hard work. And I was telling them that okay I'll shoulder this I'll shoulder I think I gave the Ensaimadas <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll shoulder the Ensaimadas for now and then they told me that they're gonna pay me back because it's from me Bimbi and Saira and they told me they're gonna pay me back but I just said that it's okay just give it back to other people and then just send me the proof so <laughs> that's what I did they just donated it to other people so yeah I was really happy and very fulfilling with that, with those kinds of apps
1: I got you. Uh, that's that's crazy because usually on your birthday people are giving you stuff but on your birthday you decided that you're going to give back instead that's special for sure um and i got you i will definitely i'll definitely find a way to give back in your honor (laughs) and my third question for you is on a scale from one to ten how well do you know yourself
0: i would say a good solid, five. A good solid <laughs> I'm, five i'm i'm really i'm really a changing person um like i said earlier that i do a lot of things and i still want to learn a lot of things lately now in the pandemic i've been very much interested in doing business stock investments which is something that i'm not five ten years are. Three or five years ago, when I was like 18, I remember we had when this, when I was in high school, junior high, we have this like business elective, and then I really didn't want business. I didn't I didn't want to answer the quizzes back then. But uh-huh. right now, I'm very much interested. I really want to learn a lot of things. That's why I can say that I still don't know who I am as a person. I, all I know All I know is that that brought it to level five is that I really want to make an impact. If I read dessert or whenever I have the opportunity I want to give back that's why that's really something within me and I want to I want personal medicine <laughs> it's just kind of itchy right now but I still want the personal medicine so yeah
1: sure <laughs> five I got you uh is there see I'm gonna learn a lot from you about the Philippines right now uh that's one of the things that as I get older I feel really out of touch with my culture so uh, I'm glad that I could talk to you guys and you know you guys could drop some knowledge on me um, because you know I don't want to feel like I'm I'm not close to my roots and right now I'm not and I'm trying to just get get back a little more Um, and so you said the stock market there's a stock market in the Philippines?
0: yes the stock market in the philippines actually my dad taught me this when i was 18 he was kind of starting he's, he's not he's not a, like an avid investor but he he told me that time that my biggest asset is time and because i was young i was 18 i was filling up all the forms government ids i didn't i didn't even know what to do but and then when i was 19 i was second year college it was very busy before the pandemic so i just, I just didn't know how to operate the stock market, and when the pandemic hit, I was always at home. Um, fun fact: I was living alone since 2016. Yeah, I, I was since I was 16 years old that time. I was senior high. I went to Dasma and then that's the longest time that I never lived at home. I just go home, maybe like. Thrice a month every weekend and then this and then every christmas but when the pandemic <laughs> when the pandemic hit i was at home and it was a very big en- adjustment so i tried to learn a lot of things um i tried to do business um delivering um certain foods i, re- I was reselling foods and then yeah I, I was really very interested with the stock market there's stock market in the philippines and my broker is called financial
1: <laughs> i got you um what's the what's your stock advice out there right now what's something people should invest in
0: oh um i think it's the market is down so if i, I put really i have to i really place my money right now because it's the market is down so i'm hoping when things go down things will go up so that i could take profit but one of the biggest things that i've learned like for the past few months is is that if you can already Like take profit, you already take profit because I remember this one stock that I I I don't think I will ever forget. I was able to place a little small a little amount because I was doing research about it, but I wasn't quite sure because I was still learning. And then the prices went really high, like really really high, and then suddenly it launched, it's opening. and then the prices went low, so instead of me getting like a 200% gain, I just got like a 20% gain. So yeah, I was it was kind of like a happy decision, but at least I know what to do next time.
1: Yeah, I uh, I it drives stocks drive me crazy sometimes and uh, especially if i like check it every day is it it's, i don't think it's good for my mental health i respect people who who can check it and not feel you know don't get emotional about it uh, but for me uh i don't know if you're familiar with the cryptocurrency which i'll ask you right right after this um, but yeah so i you know Doge, dogecoin
0: yes
1: i know don't (laughs) join. so i uh last week i think it went from like i don't know was it 18 to like 40 right like 18 cents to 40 cents right i had so many shares at 18 cents and that day i was like i'm gonna take it all out and transfer it to like this different account and as i did that that's when it went up to 40 and (laughs) It hurt me so bad. <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> I had, yeah, it, it was really It didn't make me feel good at all. And then like the next day, everybody is like, oh, you know, did you, did you make your money? Did you come up? And I'm like, <laughs> I felt so embarrassed to be like. I don't, <laughs> and on just that particular day that's when it happened you know like it could have happened at any time and just that day that that's when it happened so and then i of course i bought it when it was high because i was like oh it's going to keep going up (laughs) and then it went back down so i'm like oh my god but i i I do believe in it so i'm gonna keep leave my money in there and see how it goes but yeah uh cryptocurrency what do you think about it you think it's going to happen and you think the philippines is going to get on board to like you know accept that as a form of payment or yeah how do you feel
0: well i'm hoping but because i still don't know a lot of things about cryptocurrency be- simply because i lack the time to be able to study it correctly i study it on my free time so, for example i'm eating lunch i watch videos but i can't really grasp it and be able to like fully risk uh like 5,000 pesos for example because i believe that when you're investing you should be really really knowledgeable about the things that you're investing in but there are already a lot of platforms here in the philippines that caters to buying cryptocurrency we have binance crypto.com fedux yeah these are the these are the websites that i know because i'm doing i'm kind of looking how to invest maybe next year if ever i'll be able to to keep on (laughs) to gather my money and and because um i think one of the things that i'm looking when i'm investing especially with the stock market and crypto eventually is that when i shell out my money it's not my money anymore so i was thinking that that's already a liability or money spent so i don't really stress that much not much about it
1: i got you yeah i mean it's a one it's an investment it's a gamble you know Uh, you have to be comfortable with losing that money which one of my um i guess my misconceptions and why i i I started so late to get into the market i don't know why i didn't do the research i was too lazy and no one told me but i was always afraid that if let's say i put in a hundred dollars right and then that stock just crashes that i felt like i owed money back and that's what kind of like you know kept me from investing but then i found out later on it's not that you owe any money it's just that you lost your money you know uh so yeah that's one of those things i had to learn uh differently um and then you said you gave yourself a five right so what's what's your uh, yes
0: yeah, five
1: what's what's the um your favorite part of your personality like what's th- i guess it's that
0: I'm very relatable to a lot of people. Um, Well, a lot of people told me that I'm good at communicating, but I never really, I can never really see it. Up until I do reports now in college, um, most of the time people (laughs) will always tag me like for group reports. Like we did this, we always do this like, small group discussions and then one member is just going to report I'm not the smartest in the group but they always want me to be the one to report so I think one of the greatest things that I want that I want I, that, my, that I want in my personality and that I, that I want to develop are my communication skills especially if I want to make an impact I wanted to be able to speak <laughs> speak good and to be able to command to other people in a respectful way so yeah, yeah I think that's it
1: i got you i got you yeah i mean the the gifts that we have is sometimes you know like you said it's hard for us to see see them because i think we're at least personally for me it's hard to see them because i'm always it's always those comparisons you know you kind of see another person and you're like oh you know i'm not not that way and so i must not have that that gift but then you ask other people. That's the best way to kind of find out, you know, what how, what your gifts are, because they they see it in a whole different way. Um, but communication, that's pretty cool. That's that's a cool gift to have, you know. Not everybody can can speak and get their point across or speak for others, right? Because sometimes people don't they need that that representation or somebody to to kind of like carry their thoughts. And and put them out into words. So I'm excited what you do with that. That's that sounds dope. I, re-
0: I remember my mom when I was like grade 10. I have this advisor. She was a very good advisor. She's she's a woman, and then she's a graduate of UP Physics. <laughs> Not even really that, good physics. But I really like her. I idolize a person. And then she told my mom because it's also it's also that parents asked how their students are at school when i was in junior high so so my mom asked how is Leila and then my advisor told me that, oh she's good at communicating is she going to is she going to pursue communication in the future and then my mom oh she wants to study medicine and then my advisor huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, but <laughs> yeah she, she told me that I was a good, good communicator but it really didn't help at that time I think I was 15 or 16 and I was in the pilot section that time so there are really a lot of good students so I was very happy right now that I remember I remember those things That they already see that To me at a very young age And on a very Competitive section
1: Yeah Yeah And you know That's that's funny that your teacher You know saw that And was like Wait what? Um, here in the states We call Those kind of meetings Our teacher parent conferences So like you know, the Every I think Maybe uh, One One semester The, the, the parent and The teacher talk and I remember, for me, like I'm, I'm finding we have a lot of stuff in common. But um, so, like my my teacher, like I was always afraid. I don't know if you were scared or nervous, but out here, like I get re- we get really nervous about when when parents and teachers talk because you don't know what's going to be said. You don't know it's good report, bad report, who knows? But uh, one of the things my teacher, this sticks out to me, would tell my parents is that I was always talkative. You know Like I I would like Be the person Who would kind of like you know uh during class i would be talking to somebody or whatever uh and i never thought it would it was anything right but look at me now I'm talking to people <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> so uh yeah if i had if i if i i wish there's a way to communicate that with kids that like yo and if kids can understand that like this is what your gift is or this is what you're leaning towards cuz i think like you know your dad said you have time that's a big gift for you but if we can get kids to kind of realize that as they're younger then that's the one i think they they get pushed into like their career or their purpose a little bit faster it's like oh shoot they can realize it but as a kid i feel like you're more worried about other things than than when you're like where where your life is going so it's that it's that challenge and balance um so Yeah, let's jump into the main portion of the podcast where you start choosing numbers between 1 and 34. Uh, This one's going to be a little bit different. I'm still trying to find like the format and flow of the show. But uh, there's three levels now, A, B, and C. A being the hardest that I think people have a question i mean people have a hard time answering the question uh b is medium c is hard uh easy so you could just go like c5 or b10 whichever you know number you'd want to go for so throw me your first number
0: um do i have to like spell the levels with it
1: yeah yeah so you. yeah
0: okay um a9
1: going hard right away for sure um this one is what is the least favorite thing about yourself so i kind of asked about um you know your favorite part of your personality this one's the opposite what do you feel like you know you kind of struggle with
0: um i always doubt myself um that's that's something that you don't want to want about myself um when i was applying for college i'm just going to share this i was applying for college and you want to get either to UT or UST, but i time studying in the LSU. So it was really a hard time for me because I'm not, I, I believe I'm a good, <laughs> I'm a good daughter, I'm a good student. I mean, I'm not that great. I don't, I just become the top one, but I believe I'm a good one. So, and I, when I was young, when I was like 16, 17, I have this mindset of whenever, as long as you put work into it, you're going to get those things. So that's what I did when I was applying in college. It's it was very hard, and I put a lot of work into it. But then I realized when I didn't get into the schools that I get into how much that is that how much even though you put how much a lot of work how much work you put into certain things, if it's not meant for you it's not going to be for you, and it's it, it's kind of hard for me to accept that I was accepted that first year second year and now third year I'm just really. Preoccupied with a lot of things but every now and then I still think of the what ifs if I if I was able to get to the school that I wanted to go to and my mom knows that I always tell her that but in that type of failure in my life I, I was able to doubt things growing up after my application in college I was always telling myself that, oh maybe I wasn't really that good I I just thought to myself that when I was younger I was I was like telling to myself that I was good that's what that is why I was getting the things that I want to get. But but I also believe that I will encounter that point in my life where I am going to fully see that I'm right here and this is what I'm meant to be and this is how I will grow in the future. Um to be honest, I'm not really that satisfied or with that failure i thought i would be able to see my my growing up glow up season in college but still not i was still i still have a hard time um i really didn't perform the way that i thought i would perform in college i was I, I lost my my dean's lister status when i was in second year that those are like the ones who are top but but i think one that the one that really imbibed in me is that I get to know how I will act in the future. I can't wait to start a new chapter in my life to be able to go to med school or to be able to graduate college. I really want I also want to pursue social media and do good about it. Apply the things that I didn't, that I wasn't able to know about myself and then apply those things so that i'll be able to be a better person so yeah i always doubt myself that's the least favorite thing because i can't progress with it um there there are always a lot of barriers going into my going to my path but that's something that i'm fighting right now
1: for sure for sure uh the the one i think you said that sometimes Like or I don't know if you do it all the time But you You know The doubt <clears throat> The doubt of You know Being a good child Right Being a good daughter Uh One thing I want to address about that And for everybody else out there Cause I feel like that's a normal thing Like everybody kind of feels like Um you know am i am i good enough or am i doing enough for my parents and you know what what am i what am i bringing into their lives right uh at least that's something i struggled with a lot um you know when my my sister also passed away right and yeah, it, it was always, like I always had this comparison, like I wonder how, if it would be better if she was around instead of me, that was something I kind of grew up with thinking, and I was, um, I had to, I didn't realize till a lot later that you know when you see a baby you can't help but smile right like you can't help but just like oh man like there's some certain joy for for that baby that they give out but the baby's not doing anything they're just existing they're just there and I have to like I want to remind people that that's how it is sometimes even with adults you know like we don't have to be doing anything especially for our parents like they will always find joy joy in us you know um regardless of what we do because we just exist because we're, we're their baby so uh yeah so in that sense that's that's what i the point i want to get across about that um and yeah doubting yourself i i hope you don't spend too much time doing that because i feel like that's that's the biggest thing is that it's okay to doubt yourself because it kind of like gives you that chance to to exceed your expectations you know it makes you it gives you those moments to be proud of yourself right when you doubt yourself it's all about you know just how much time you spend doing that It's okay. i think it's it's healthy to to do it uh yeah just just don't spend too much time doubting yourself uh yeah so go ahead and throw me another number
0: all
1: right, um b33 <laughs> b33 <laughs> Uh this one is what are you wrong about you know how sometimes we're we think a certain thing about a issue or a stance but then later on you kind of find out like oh i was wrong did you have you ever had that kind of moment um
0: I don't think I ever had that kind of moment. Maybe in exams, I always think that I'm right, but but when I but when the, but when the favor comes, it's wrong. But yeah, let me have a minute to think about it. I yeah, mean,
1: take, take take your time. There's gonna be music, but let me know if you want to pass too. That's fine.
0: i would pass that. I can't think. No worries. Of something that I, but I, was always, I was I was I was always thinking about the mistakes i get on quizzes and exams it's a lot i always <laughs> think it's correct but yeah that, that's that's what i'm thinking
1: i got <laughs> you i got you would you say are you good at multiple choice questions you know it's like a b c
0: um, um well in our school there's always it's always multiple choice but with a twist um i think they call it i forgot what they call it but <laughs> uh, but the, the layout is that for example um what color is the sun and then there's going to be statement one two three and four it's going to be yellow blue orange pink and then the choices is different so there's a statements one and two are true <laughs> b statement state all statements are false <laughs> oh. for, then for example letter c the, the answer cannot be found in the choices there are a lot of things like that so those are the things that really pisses me off because for example i really I, I really know the answer to the question but the way i interpret the choices are wrong so yeah i thought i'm correct but when the paper comes i'm wrong
1: yo i i am terrible
0: it's very
1: hard yeah yeah I, same here i'm terrible at multiple choice i i tend to overthink it you know i don't the I didn't start seeing that way of, um, uh, questions until I got older, I guess, maybe, maybe in college, you know, but, uh, yeah, for, for me, multiple choice, I'm, I overthink it, you know, it's like, well, that could be right, this could be right too, though, so I'm not, like, entirely sure anytime, anytime I choose an answer, uh, and I always just end up going back to, like, um, deduct deductive reasoning so i try to find out which one isn't like the others and then that's the one i choose uh but yeah that takes a lot lot more time but yeah multiple choice is is not my thing i'm I'm better at writing essays you know like essay questions like write a paragraph about you know the process or something then I, i could do that better than like the multiple choice side uh,
0: yeah, I like essays more. I right. think I, it's so easy for me to get a perfect score on an essay compared to a, a multiple choice or even an identification type of exam.
1: <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Uh, for sure. Well, another curveball throwing in another. This is gonna be uh, a fill-in-the-blank question, uh, and you choose a number between one and seven. Go for it one okay <laughs> this one uh i think it's kind of crazy for for the philippines right now but fill in the blank politics are blank politics in the
0: philippines this is the context of
1: the philippines are a mess <laughs> a mess
0: <laughs> politics in the philippines are a mess
1: <laughs> i gotcha i gotcha um do, do you are you comfortable uh speaking on why why you feel that way or
0: um, yes, it's okay for me because, um i I know that when you're not siding or when you're when you're not choosing side, you usually tend to be on the side of the oppressor. That's why, as I grow up, I tend to see both situations and then I pick a side because if I don't pick a side, I believe that the oppressor always wins. So that's not something that I wanted to happen. So, What's happening in the Philippines is very strange. Um, There's a lot of things going on that's not really that humanitarian. And what bothers me is that I live in this society. I, where a lot of opportunities are not being able to given to to, to people to children I believe I well honestly speaking I do know that I'm already privileged in the situation of the Philippines but I can still see that I, I can still do more. I I mean, if I am in a better place, I think I'll be able to, to grow more. Um, right now I I don't I know it's there it's not going to be jealous, but I'm jealous of countries who doesn't wear masks anymore. I mean, imagine the kind of government, the kind of government, the kind of system that they have. It's really hard, especially right now that my course is medical technology. We learned everything online and. I didn't really <laughs> learn it 100%. I would give my if there's if I'm going to rate the understanding that I have with the lessons and topics it's just a good solid 2 to 3 because we are guessing. I mean laboratory work on the computer is not that is not really something that I could grasp on and Sometimes I was questioning myself: Am I going to be a good medical practitioner? Because, because I wasn't really understanding a lot of things. You know, when you go to the hospital, because I'm third year, we're really studying the major, the the major things. You know, when you go to the hospital and the doctor says that, oh, do a CBC, a complete blood count, or um, a urinalysis. We studied that online and it's very hard. I can I really wanted to be able to learn that hands on practically, not just for myself but for my future patients as well. And then to be able to see other countries who are already doing their face to face classes, who are not wearing masks, it's really kind of like I want to be there. <laughs> I want to I want to do that as well. That's why I, with those kind of situations with those kind of realizations I also I was able to become more knowledgeable or more vocal about the situation especially here in the Philippines um, there are a lot of issues left and right I can't even pinpoint one single issue and this, this is what's causing it all those little things happening the COVID response is not that great cases are fluctuating <laughs> um, there's not really good 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 system to be able to combat covid19 i remember start of january we were still allowing on travelers from china to go to the philippines so i think those are one of the major things the border the borders or the airport was closed for travelers from china so i think those are one of the major things that was able to spread the virus and there are a lot of poor people in the philippines to be especially in especially in Manila. Um, Manila is a good place, but there are also people who are living in the slums. If if you know Miss Universe 2018, Catriana Gray said that she worked a lot in the slums of Pondo, Manila. And really the life there is very poor. So that's why I don't think how they, I don't think. They are able to cope up with the situation right now And my heart really aches for them Aches for the people who lost their jobs Because I don't know how I'm going to be If I was the one in their position Especially that Especially because Those are like basic human things That you need to survive You need food We we know a lot of people who lost their loved ones And we know a lot of people who can't eat Because they don't have the money because they were um, they were released from their job so I was there are a lot of things I can't really like point out to one specific list because it's easy when you're in the Philippines oh this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong but to be able to see but to be able to sum it all up into one sentence that the wrong uh, something's wrong about the Philippines and this is it I cannot do that
1: <laughs> no I got it's you more on there... the system. The system The system uh, What's So Like one thing I've been trying to learn about Is like You know The Pre-colonial history Of the Philippines right And How Afterwards When cause I always think that like The Philippines right now Or And the, look, look I know I am privileged to be out here In the states And I know that like The My my um perception of what's going on there isn't the real thing cuz all i really got is like you know hearing it from other people seeing it on tv so i don't know how the people really feel and how, what what you guys are going through over there um but is it do you guys feel like the philippines maybe like you know like I know over here they kind of say it, it's like the little brother of the, the, the united states right like there's a lot of things that they're trying to to kind of not copy but emulate or like the influence of the states on the uh, on america on, on the philippines is there is there that like i, I want to first understand if that's if that's a g- assumption that's a correct assumption but yeah
0: Well I think mostly because the Philippines is also an English-speaking country and we were really colonized by the Americans, so um, American food here is very big, but I think the Filipinos also has their own identity of how they are as individuals, the cultures are still here. how the how families those family ties are still here maybe because i have never been to america that's why my sister has been to the u.s but uh, me hopefully soon but yeah, I mean, I'm very, very aware also with the what's happening in the media. I still think that there is still a lot, there is still a lot, in there, is, there are a lot of things in common and there are also a lot of things that are very uncommon with, between the Philippines and the U.S., On my opinion.
1: <laughs> okay, I gotcha. And um, uh, as far as politics go, are there two parties like there are in the States, like here, you know, this Republican and De- Democrat? Is there a party system in the Philippines, or not really?
0: Yes, I believe whenever there's elections, there are a lot of party systems, but not really between Republican and Democratic. Some um, usually candidates tend to formulate their own parties. That's why sometimes there are a lot of presidential candidates, not like in the U. S. Just Republican and Democratic. Yeah, and it's very near election, se- election season here in the Philippines, so we've already registered i really want to take part in making a change in this country and this society that's why i was both in 2022
1: okay. yeah okay i'll uh i will definitely pick your brain about that um you know just who you think is the right candidate and why because uh, you know here in here in america we don't have that um we only have these this two-party system which as i got older and I think more and more people are realizing it Is that that's not the best way to do it If you only have, you know, we look at it at Two teams, you have two teams And those two teams get to choose The person to lead And then, oh that's, they make it seem like to us This is your choice You want to go team A, team B It's like, what if I don't like either of them What am I going to do, Like, <laughs> you know uh, But they really, the system here Really has, has forced us Into saying like, well if you're not going to choose then you know the other person's going to win so um there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of like you know you identify yourself as um republican or democrat you know and it's like i'm not either of those you know i'm not like i can see both sides and i can understand both sides so i do like how at least in the philippines it sounds like there's there is choice and someone could kind of run without feeling like oh i need to be on a certain team uh, so that's cool that's cool I didn't I didn't know about that um, I appreciate you telling me uh, just a no, heads up,
0: that learnings with Layla <laughs>
1: learnings with Layla okay okay we could do that we could do that if uh, if you're interested um, yeah I definitely have I'll, I'll write down all the questions I have about the Philippines okay. and then I'll get your perspective on it uh, so just a heads up we have about 10 15 minutes left in the podcast. I think it's gone by pretty fast I hope you're having fun It's been a blast for me So thank you again for coming on uh, Go ahead and throw me another number
0: From 1
1: to 7? Oh no, uh, back to uh, okay. A da, da, da.
0: Okay, um, I'll pick
1: C 14 <laughs> C14, okay um, Do you believe in aliens?
0: Um, I believe that there might like, maybe there might be a possibility of life beyond this, the universe that we're living but aliens, I'm not that sure. So if we're going to call them aliens, okay, then I believe in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but I But gotcha. I don't think there will be aliens, maybe some kind of humans, maybe? But yeah, I believe that there might be a lot um, life beyond our universe because it's scientific fact, there are a lot of studies about it, so I believe that.
1: Like, when you say life, so you're saying, like, you know how, for us, we kind of believe aliens look different, and they kind of, like, you know, uh, are a different color, uh, and they live their life differently, because when I think of life on other planets, right now at least, you know, they they tell us it's like, oh, you know, there's bacteria on another planet, and, you know, after so many years, it can can evolve into something, but for now, it's just, like, these little particles and stuff, Uh, so... Do you think we're going to find aliens first, or aliens are going to find us?
0: Well, I'm very positive about the advances being human so I want the humans to find them first, and we, and for us to be able to study and know more about them, we might be able to travel to another universe, if ever, which is kind yeah. of exciting, but, I, but that's something I hope to see in my lifetime, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's something I wish I, I'd be able to see, but... I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a lot of things we still got to figure out on Earth before we we decide to like leave. You know, well, in, like climate change. I don't know.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how you feel?
1: How you feel about that? Um, so, what? As, since we brought that up, uh, what's one of the biggest issues as far as like taking care of the environment in the Philippines? Because I don't know. I'm, I want to understand.
0: What? Well, because the Philippines is an island, um, usually a lot of beaches. There are a lot of good beaches in the Philippines, and one of the issues here is that there are a lot of certain travel bloggers, both local and foreign, that there's they showcase the beauty of the island, but they don't showcase the trash that there is in the island. I last year, Boracay, I think last year, or last last year, Boracay was shut down so that it would be cleaned and because it was that dirty, it's really going to hurt the island. And I've been following a lot of like local influencers in TikTok and Instagram about the changes that they want to do with the types of trashes and one thing that i learned from them is that it's good to start on our own little way but it's not enough what we need to do is that we call for accountability and we call for action to the big companies or the big corporations who are causing or, or producing the use of single-use plastics you know the sachets the well, yeah that's really those are really the biggest impact because all we're gonna do is to consume it and it's and it's very easy, especially and not because that we can blame the people. Oh, because you're consuming single-use pl- pl- plastic products. No, if those companies don't produce such plastics, and then the people won't be able to consume. Especially here in the Philippines, a lot of people could not buy items in bulk. Sometimes they can only buy what they can with their own money. And those are those single-use plastics of shampoos, conditioners, and a lot of stuff. Food, even...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean single <laughs> single use plastics. Damn. I I'm always guilty of looking around and seeing that I have a lot of those things and I continue to buy those things. Um, yeah, it makes me feel guilty. You know, like, I don't, but it's I don't not know. our fault.
0: <laughs> but we should start really demanding accountability for those big, big corporations. That's why whenever there are petitions, I try to read about them and then try to put them in my email. There are a lot of online petitions right now, which is very good about the advancements of society and technology. That's why we be able to be we're able to access a lot of information and a lot of knowledge.
1: Knowledge, knowledge is power, right? Knowledge yes. is power. <laughs> um, All right. Well, we've made it to the concluding portion of the podcast. I just have a few more questions for you. And before we do that, though, uh, another curveball is a shout-out question. So, you know, you're going to have to say either someone's name or a group of people. But uh, what's the, choose a number again between one and seven.
0: Seven.
1: Okay. Who is a stranger or a passerby in your life that left the best impression? So maybe you don't know this person at all anymore, but there was like somebody that that did something nice in, in your life or something memorable like a stranger. And you, you know, now you don't know them anymore, but it just happened real quick. Do you have a, a story that went like that?
0: Yes, I have. Good um, thing I was able to remember it. When I was in junior high, um, I was in the pilot section at that time, and in that pilot section, there are a lot of good students. I think I was, in the I was we were 30, and I think I was around 18 or 19, so I was kind of the lower end. And then when we are doing exams, that this one professor, he's from UP, he's a graduate of economics, and then he has this essay type of exam, and then when he was giving out papers, he told us that there was someone who got a really really good essay and then at first because i was in that section i was really i wasn't really hopeful that i'm that person because i'm i'm already in a good section so really privileged to be a part of that section to be able to learn from these people and to be able to see how they interact with their lives every day how they study it's already good for me but then and but before well spoiler alert it was me (laughs) but before before I was before the professor before the teacher told it that I was the person, um, he kind of built up the momentum that he was checking and then he was very tired. But when the, he read the person's article, he was like, whoa, he was really, really stood up on his table. That's what he said, exact words. And then when he told, and then a lot of us are like waiting, like, who's that person? And they were really looking at the top one. Maybe she's that person because she's great tight. She's the editor chief of our school paper. But when he said it was Layla, I was like, whoa I was like okay I was very thankful and then he told me that he really liked my article and that I should do more but eventually eventually he really liked the things that I wrote whenever he's giving out exams I always get a perfect score now because because he really liked the way that I was able to deliver and it was economics. <laughs> His subject was economics. I didn't know. I just wrote it I just wrote it with the things that I can remember from that subject. Well we're not that close right now but Every so often, when I feel like a little, i don't feel like I'm down or not that feeling great. I remember that certain type of situation in my life that someone believed in me in a sea of good people, in a sea of great people, where I where I can't really see myself excelling. And he saw my paper as someone who is who has great potential. It's very good. So that's something that makes me smile ever so often when I'm feeling down.
1: Awesome, that's a great story. Uh, thank you for sharing and remember uh you'll, you'll always have people who who believe in you you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, uh, all right well concluding questions uh this this next question is going to be from my previous guest uh which is pop Uh shout out to him what his question is what have you done for somebody else nice like what, what are some nice things you do for for other people would you say
0: um i'd like to say that i'm a very good person i do a lot of things nice for a lot of people but i consider things nice when those people don't know it when those people don't know that oh leila's doing this for me but when they're at their backs and then i'm just going to do this because i know she's having a hard time i might give them this i might give them like a candy bar or something, that's something that I believe I'm doing something for that person. Not just because she can see it or he or she can see it, but, oh, Leila's doing this for me, I should be thankful, I should repay her. No, I, that's good, I, I think. Maybe that's something that that really boosts ourselves, but what's really nice is that when people don't know that you're doing something good for them. Like, I have this friend right now, she's a very smart person and she's very good, but recently her her grandma was rushed to the hospital and then i was really asked and then we're in the business state because we are about to go to internship the finals next next week and she was kind of missing in action in a lot of classes that's why i was telling her that says, I call her sis sis we have a quiz right now um, sis, and then when our group works there are sometimes that she misses some some points in her in our report. I just fill that out so that so, but I don't tell her anymore because I know she's that smart but I know that she's been through a, a very hard time right now. I can see it through all of her social media that she's asking for blood for her grandma. And I believe this small act that I've done is really going to benefit her and maybe maybe myself, but it's the only thing that I'm benefiting from it is that I'm feeling good about it and that I did not let her like academic standing or her reports be that bad because just because I just saw, saw it and I didn't do something about it. So yeah, that's something I think I did, right. some, did something good. <laughs>
1: no, that's, that is nice, that is nice. Uh, and then the next question is, what would you like to ask the next person coming onto the show? Oh.
0: Mm. I'm, I'm going to think. Yeah, <laughs> I, take... I want a hard question. Go, go for it. Um, think about it. Think about it. Because I've been always answering hard questions. I mean, I didn't look up your questions Kejama, because... In school, we are really used to to performing oral revalida is that we're going to pick a number, (laughs) but it's about the topic. And then they're going to ask us, like, one minute, what's the answer if you don't get it? your score is 50 over 100 if your answer is meh you have 70 but if you got it your score is 100 so your score my score might be only 175 and 50 and i have three oral validates next week so i think i've kind of practiced right now yeah you
1: did you definitely (laughs) practiced right now i didn't know that was about the
0: topic so it's not about myself it's about the topic so i don't know but um my question would be What is the person going to ask the next Miss Universe? Because I'm a very big fan of Miss Universe, and what is he going to ask, he or she, going to ask to the next Miss Universe?
1: Okay, what is? (laughs) Well, the Miss
0: Universe pageant will be in Florida in May May 16, May 17, the Philippines. So yeah, it's going to be very near.
1: A couple weeks from now, I got you. Yeah. Uh, So your question is, what would they want to ask? The Miss Miss Universe. Yeah, okay. the next Miss right. Universe. <laughs> okay. I gotta type this out. <laughs> All right. And then my final question, the question that kind of wraps everything up together, is, what would you like your descendants to know about you? So, five hundred years from now, a generation's down the road. What would you like your great 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 grandchildren or great 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 um, nieces and nephews want know about you?
0: Well, of course, I want to be, I want them to know that I'm a woman of substance and that I'm very strong and very confident with the principles and values that I believe in. But I want them to know also that I'm very much open to understanding and learning and hearing stories from other people i want them to know that i did a very good thing in my lifetime that's that's something that i want to check off my list and i want the deeds that i'll be doing to impact future generations as well because if what if what i'm about to do is just for myself then it's not really going to to be good i mean it's only good for myself or my image but not really that impactful just the way that i want it to be so that's how i want my descendants to remember me and i want my descendants to remember me as a very pretty girl (laughs) i got you
1: i think they'll they'll definitely know it by watching this video yes (laughs) for sure well um we made it to the end uh, thank you again for coming on uh, Thank you to all the listeners and viewers for, for tuning in and getting to know you Getting to know us better uh, I've definitely learned a lot I think, yeah We we are definitely We definitely have a lot more in common than I thought uh, And I'm glad that We were able to have this opportunity I feel like I, I, I got to know you a lot better And uh, hopefully you felt, feel the same way about me Um for sure i I do want to say i'm sorry that i haven't been a bigger part of your life uh but hopefully this is the start of changing that so thank you uh any last questions before we sign off or last anything you want to add
0: nothing much but i just want to say that i'm really rooting for you this good job if ever you need to like have me again as your guest are you or if ever I have a friend who went viral and you want her to be your guest I'm going to do that I'm going to I have quite a lot of I mean not really a lot but I have friends who are very trustworthy yeah so I'm really supporting you in this way I hope that you're going to be able to be successful in this and I'll be rooting for you
1: (laughs) thank you and yes learnings with Layla we we will do that we will uh, I'll I'll let you know we'll check in and I'll I'll have some questions ready for you Uh, and also yeah if you have anybody out there who who would want to do this as well this is something i'm i'm on a mission to interview everyone in the world so you know that starts with the then philippines
0: let's do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah let's do that
1: <laughs> especially if you have someone who could speak tagalog or you know Ilocano or any dialect out there in the philippines okay. because you know i can't do it yet but you know i, I want to be able to have as many me- everybody in the world right so different languages is definitely important to me um so yeah let's make that happen um still trying to figure out the best way to to end these podcasts but uh